As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to another episode of Game Notes, your Utah Jazz podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Dave DeFore, joined as I am each and every week by my guy, Tony Jones. What's up, Tony? Yo, yo. What up? Uh, you know, not much. No, nothing really happening with the Utah Jazz, so I uh, figured I'd just, uh, you know, do a little check-in. And uh, There's always something happening with the Utah Jazz. Well, okay. There, there's always something happening with Tony Jones as it relates to the Utah Jazz, even if the Utah Jazz aren't necessarily doing anything actively. Uh, Tony, you just put out the first of a, a multi-part series looking at the roster, kind of breaking it down, front court, back court, I don't know, side court. I'm assuming the coaching staff's going to get a look. Uh, what all you have planned coming up the next few weeks with uh, the roster breakdown? Well, front court, no, wait a minute. So I just did the back court, um, which turned out to be, you know, pretty substantial. A lot of meat on that bone uh, in that story. And then, you know, we talk about um, the forwards and then we go to the bigs. Um, but, you know, I think the main thing that, that I wanted was to, um, you know, basically review the season that was for, for the backcourt in this specific case. And, you know, I think we talked about everybody in the backcourt and, you know, just, you know, a little bit of forward uh, look ahead on, on, you know, what the backcourt might look like next year, um, which we don't know because there's so much variance on what can happen with the Jazz. Um, but just, you know, what, what kind of fit uh, could be in that backcourt. And, and I, and I honestly think that there's potential for, you know, pretty significant change um, in the backcourt because, you know, the Jazz, I think the Jazz are structurally um, um, in, in the backcourt. So, you know, I think that that's something that, you know, we wanted to look at and kind of look at it from, from all angles. Well, I, I guess any backcourt conversation starts – 
with the star Donovan Mitchell. Um, number right, one, right. right? Like, I mean, I'm assuming that the expectation is Donovan Mitchell is the guy for the long haul. That's the guy that they're going to build around. He's their star. He drives the offense for them. Uh, what do we expect from Donovan Mitchell as we look ahead to next season? Because I, for me, one of the glaring weaknesses would be defense, right? Like, I think that he should have a commitment on the defensive end when he comes back, right? Like, you need to see a little bit more resistance up front. That would be my priority, number one. But, Tony, you know, you're there with them all the time. What, what do you think that they're kind of leaning uh, with Donovan Mitchell as far as, like, his focus this summer? Well, I think I think that there's, you know, a couple of ways that that things are probably going to go with Donovan. Um, I ex- I think the news is uh, the newsy part of it is I expect him to be the full time point guard next year. Um, you know, I think that there's, you know, increasing momentum within, you know, the franchise to 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 really make that change, um, which will probably have a ripple effect on Mike Conley in some sort of way. Um, but, you know, I, I, th- I think the Jazz are putting significant pressure on Donovan to have his best season, the best season of his career in a multitude of ways, you know, next year. Um, you know, they want, you know, he, he's got to get better defensively. Uh, he's got to get better offensively. He's got to get more uh, efficient. Um, Um, But defensively is definitely something where that needs to be a focus. Um, But, you know, I think overall the Jazz are like, okay, we know you're an all-star, but, you know, we want you to be at the end of next season. We want there to be no doubt that you're going to make one of the three all-NBA teams for the first time in your career. Now, that's a goal. You know, know, and that's a goal. So, you know, and and it should be a goal, you know, because – He's got that type of talent. So, you know, if, if, you know, I, I think that, you know, if, if, if he's, if he makes a leap, which they thought he would make this year and he didn't make that leap this year, but if he make, if he makes a leap, the jazz are going to be a better team for it. So and I, I think that that's uh, something that, you know, the, the jazz, you know, really want, want from from Donovan they want him to um no question be uh a franchise player next year well then I guess the question marks we maybe don't call them question marks but the the variance I should say okay because when we get to the next guys it's the guys after Donovan Mitchell that I think there might be some changes right and, and I think it starts with Mike Conley you said you right. said Donovan Mitchell's going to be the full-time point guard. Well, where does that leave Conley? I mean, he's older, not the defender that he used to be. And, I mean, frankly, a little undersized on the defensive end to be that off-ball guard, especially because this team has struggled so much, point of attack and on the wing. You know, is Mike Conley a guy who might not even be there next year? You know, I... I, I certainly think that there's a chance that he might not be there, but you know, if he's, you know, I think that if he's on the roster, um, you know, I think that there's a good chance that he's coming off the bench next year, you know, for the first time in his career. And, you know, I think that, you know, I can't say that with a hundred percent certainty, 
but I do think that that's something um, that that's for sure in play. Um, you know, Utah's biggest priority this offseason is to to get bigger uh, around Rudy Gobert. And, you know, one of the ways you get bigger is you take Donovan Mitchell, who is super soft, super small for a shooting guard, and you put him at point guard to where he's got above average positional size because of his wingspan and his body mass. Um, you know, so that means, you know, that that means changes to the backcourt, and that means, you know, potentially changes, you know, potential seismic changes uh, with with uh, with Mike Conley. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how how that works out um, in that dynamic. But I mean, is there's certainly, you know, because Conley had, I thought Conley had a really good first half of the season. And then he had to carry the low because of injuries and COVID and guys being in and out of the lineup, out of the lineup, he had to carry the load um, in January, but he never recovered from, from having to expend that much physical en- energy in January. He, he, he basically ran out of gas and, you know, that came into a head in the playoffs. If Mike Conley was anything in the playoffs, close to where he was last year, the Jazz probably, uh, that's probably a different series. And, you know, Mike Conley just did not have it on either end of the floor. And it, it hurt the Jazz massively. Well, if Conley is going to go to the bench, what does that mean for Jordan Clarkson? Because I think you and I agree on this. Jordan Clarkson was their second best offensive player. And, and I mean, in, in stretches, he was better than Donovan in, in that playoff series. Um, and I think, well, I think even he, down the stretch think, of the regular think, season and uh, taking into account Donovan being injured. Um, but I just think Clarkson provided so much for them off the bench. And I, I don't I don't know how they stand to lose him, if, if that's what you're thinking, unless you're thinking he might slide into the starting lineup. Well, I don't know if he slides into the starting lineup. I do think that he was – I mean, I, I think he was full stop. I think he was Utah's best player in that series offensively. Um, you know, and I, you know, I, I don't know that I would start Jordan Clarkson, um, Doesn't help with because the size, I, I, you know, I mean, it helps. Listen, he's six foot five. I mean, he's, he's a big guard, but you know, it, it doesn't help defensively. And, you know, I mean, Jordan Clarkson is a six man. Like that's, that's, you know, that's what his skill set is. And I don't, you know, I don't think you want to deviate from that, you know? So the question is if, if you have Mike Conley on the roster, can you have Jordan Clarkson on the roster or vice versa? So, you know, I, I don't, you know, it, it, it's moving Donovan to the point creates such a, a interesting, um, uh, ripple effect that, you know, they're, they're going to be, to me, they're going to be some tough questions that have to be answered by, by the front office. And, and I think, you know, Jordan Clarkson and, and Mike Conley are one of them. And one of the questions is, can we have both of those guys on the roster coming off the bench uh, and, you know, and, and keep both of those guys happy in terms of touches? Do you think that that, I mean, is that workable? 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I think it is, but, you know, you know, I... I it could be potent. I don't know. I mean, know. it could be really potent. You know, if you had a one-two punch, because, you know, Conley, I mean, he can shoot. He can get your offense into your offense. I mean, it could almost be like having, you know, a one, a starting unit and a one B if Conley and Clarkson can make it work off the bench. But I just think Clarkson, he has so much value with the ball in his hands. And does Conley right. take away from that value if he's out there or unless Conley's playing even less of a, a playmaker role. Right. You know, and that, and that's the question. Those are some of the questions that the Jazz front office has to answer. And I don't envy them, uh, to be honest. You know, it's, but, it, you know, I, I think the idea is if you, you move Mitchell, um, you have to get bigger around him. And, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know that, um, I don't know that the answer is yes in terms of having both on the, on the roster. I don't know that the answer is no, but I, I certainly also don't know if the answer is yes either. All right. Now, there's a, a few young guys that they've got. Didn't get a lot of playing time. And one of the more disappointing ones to me, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, not disappointing as a player, disappointed that we didn't get to see much of him after he was acquired by New Orleans. And I know this is more of a long-term play. He's a bit of a second draft guy, so to speak, for the Jazz. Um, how do you feel about Nikhil and his long-term value to the team? I mean, is this a guy that they're hoping potentially slides into that Jordan Clarkson six-man role as a guy that can maybe save them a little bit of money and be like a microwave guy or, or uh, maybe even be able to give you a little bit on both ends since he's not the worst defender that I've seen as a young guard? I mean. I think, first of all, I think he has to prove that he can play in, in Utah system. And I'm not sure that he did that last year in, in his time with the Jazz. Um, he obviously didn't have that many opportunities. Um, but, you know, I like his size. I like his ability to sit down and defend. I like his, I like his ability to pass the ball. Um, I think he can do a number of things on both ends of the floor that don't show up in the box score. Um, you know, but the shooting has to come along. You know, the decision-making has to come along. The pick-and-roll play has to come along. You know, I, I think he's somebody who needs to make big strides this summer. Um, you know, but he's intriguing. He's he's certainly intriguing. He's certainly worth keeping on the roster. Um, it'll just be interesting to see, you know, how the Jazz – 
how to just deal with it. And, you know, some of the, so many of these questions are hard to answer because, you know, I honestly do not know who's going to be on the roster on July 15th. And this is, I think this is the first year that I've covered the jazz that, that, you know, I've just, other than one guy, the, you know, I just don't know who's going to be on the roster, who's not going to be on the roster. You know, they could, you know, most of this core could very well come in, come back intact, or um, they could make multiple trades around multiple guys in the core um, that, that causes the roster to look quite a bit different um, by, by this time, six weeks from now. So, you know, it, you know, I, I think the jazz like Nikhil. I think they like, you know, his, his potential. I think they like his size, his body type, his athleticism. Um, but I mean, it, to me, there's just so much that can happen from July 5th, June 15th to July 15th that, you know, it's, it's going to be, um, it, it's tough to peg who's going to be on the roster, um, you know, once July hits. So Jared Butler, Trent Forrest, those are two guys that I, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like both of those guys are going to make it uh, through the summer with Utah? Um, I don't know. You know, Trent's a free agent. So there's that for him, um, you know, and, and Jared, uh, you know, he's got, you know, one more year, I believe, before free agency as, you know, and, you know, I, I think as I lose to my story, I think Jared is really talented. Like he's got a bunch of talent. I'm just not sure how well he fits on the roster because, you know, he's, you know, he's a guy who needs the ball in his hands to be effective. And, you know, he's somebody that, you know, I think that, you know, one day, whether it's this summer, whether it's next summer or whatever, he's going to go to another roster and he's going to average like 19 points a game. And jazz fans are going to be like, well, why couldn't he do that with us? And the answer is going to be, well, you know, if you put the ball in Jared Butler's hands to average 19 points a game, you're taking the ball out of Donovan Mitchell's hands. So which one would you like? Um, you know, but he can certainly play. Um, he's, you know, he's got a terrific uh, change of pace. He's a good pick and roll player. He's a good passer. I think he's made strides in the playmaking department. Um, but you know, there are multiple guys, you know, on the roster um, that stand between him and playing time. Now, maybe that path gets eased um, over the next six weeks. And, you know, we look up and we're like, oh, OK, you know, Jared Butler is going to score, going to play 20 minutes a night uh, without question. Um, but, you know, maybe not. So it's just going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, what happens in terms of, you know, in terms of what happens with the roster in terms of what happens, you know, with Jared Butler individually um, going forward. Well, uh, next week we'll talk about the front court, which to me, Tony, I mean, that's, that's the part that has to change. 
they have got to they've got to get bigger, they've got to get stronger, and they've got to get more defensive. So next week right. we'll we'll take a look at that. And uh maybe we'll even have some candidates for some potential signings or trades in mind and and just try to think out loud a little bit about how they can beef up the defense around Rudy Gobert. How's that sound? Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Game Notes. For Tony Jones, I'm Dave Dufour. Keep it locked in to the Athletic Podcast Network for the rest of the playoffs and the finals. Check out the Athletic NBA show, The Daily Ding, every single morning after the game. Go and check that out. For Tony, I'm Dave. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week on another episode of Game Notes. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.